where the small group becomes the place where Bible depth occurs. The small group becomes a magnet for evangelism as people come and neighbors come to see the love of one another, where they bear one another burdens. The small group becomes the main distribution vehicle for the New Testament love to occur. John chapter 13, uh, verses uh, 34 and 35 are common to pastors But you know the history and you know the story. This is the very last night of Jesus' life. And you know in John chapter 13 how it opens up. And Jesus sends them on ahead to take the Lord's Supper. And we learn from the other Gospels, they had a little discussion on the way to the Lord's Supper. Do you remember that discussion? After three years in seminary with Jesus... After watching him do miracles, after watching him love them, after hearing every one of his sermons, the discussion they're having on the way to their last meal with the Lord is who is greatest among us. Remember that? Part of that really encourages me. (laughs) You know, on my really bad days, I think, you know, if, if, if they're that selfish after three years with the living Lord in his physical body, Uh, I guess there's hope for me in my time with him. And do you remember what happened? They walked by, and uh, you know the ancient Eastern culture, there would be a a large jar, and at the large jar, there was usually what was called a bond servant, and it was his job as they would come through the dusty streets, as he would take a towel and, and wash the people's feet, because when they went in to eat, in Middle Eastern culture, it would be a very low table, much like we would have a coffee table, and they would sit on the ground, and often your feet would be near the other person's head and that's why it says and Peter reclined and you could talk to this person and they would eat off this low coffee table. Well, the disciples walk in and the first one notices that there's no one to wash his feet and decides, well, I don't know who that, whose job it is but it certainly isn't mine. And so he walks in. Disciple number two walks in and notices there's not a servant and notices the person ahead of him has dirty feet now, they all know they're going to sit down. They all know that their dirty feet are going to be in someone else's face. But none of them had the humility to say, you know, there is a job to be done here, but it is so below what I could ever consider me doing. I mean, I'm an apostle. I'm a, I'm a disciple. I'm, I'm a follower of the Messiah. I mean, these fellas understood who Jesus was by this time. They didn't understand all the implications and they still couldn't comprehend and I'm going to die and be resurrected in three days later. But all 12 walk in and Jesus comes in last. And you know the story. One by one, he washes their feet and you know, Peter, he really has the unique ability to say the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong way. A lot like us pastors. And Jesus took off his outer garment and they took a towel and wrapped it around him and he went around to each one and he washed their feet. And then the axiomatic principle, he says, you call me teacher and you call me kurios or Lord, master. And you're right, I am. And you all know enough that the teacher and the Lord is greater than the servants. But what I want you to understand is what I have done for you. And what I want you to understand is that the paradigm is shifting. And in the other Gospels, we learn that um, he would quote to them that 
The Gentiles are the lords of the earth, lord it over you, and it's about position, it's about power, it's about security, it's about impressing people, it's about where you live, what you drive, all that you've acclaimed, where you went to school, how many degrees you have, how many people come to your church, how famous you are. Did you notice I added a few things to that Bible verse? But that's what he would say today. But I have come and I am your Lord and your teacher and I've washed your feet and I've become the servant of all. And I love the verse toward the end of this passage where he makes this promise. Blessed are you. The goal, happiness, joy, fulfillment. Blessed are you who not only see me do these things but act as I have acted toward one another. And as the evening goes on, he has turned the tables and he just gave, I think...